but these are things that we can bring to the fore again if we construct institutions, communities, social relations, and production systems that allow them to flourish instead of just taking for granted this idea and concern and fear that capitalism has forever tainted them because it's 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 permanently disrupted some inherent thing instead of it disrupted a socially mediated thing and as a result when we upend capitalism or when we forgot what to do with and you know figure out how to get rid of it and root it out and purge it we can we can construct an alternative and and that can sustain um new positive you know not not anti-social tendencies among human beings right that don't alienate people that don't leave them in absolute poverty that don't um you know result in these discrete and explicit forms of domination right and that result and that come out of social reproduction that is located elsewhere that's located outside of markets and lo- and as a result kind of shields us from all the downstream consequences of that orientation yeah no i mean i think you're exactly right to to really highlight this impersonal relationship here um and and everything you've just you just talked about is it also like it really underlines as well what makes capitalism so fucking hard and and i think you know uniquely hard of a relationship to of, of, a, of a structure of a social structure to like topple to resist to ensure that you've rooted it all out right is the fact that like it, it, it's not just the um the direct one-to-one relationship of exploitation you know it's not as as mal talks about it's not the the worker versus the boss, right? It is um, the worker versus the uh, the entire social logic of capital. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like uh, the the it is the it, this is something that Mao talks about. You know, quoting from Marx as well, um, where you know, and I love that he's pulling this so much, uh, like this analysis so much out of Marx where it is, you know, oftentimes not really highlighted um, or emphasized or, or given its due in a lot of um, analysis of capitalism, but that like to quote, you know, from uh, Marx in Wage, Labor, and Capital, um, he writes, Marx writes, the worker leaves the capitalist to whom he hires himself whenever he likes, and the capitalist discharges him whenever he thinks fit, as soon as he no longer gets any utility out of them or not the anticipated utility. But the worker, whose sole source of livelihood is the sell of his labor power, cannot leave the whole class of purchasers, that is, the capitalist class, without renouncing his existence. He belongs not to this or that bourgeois, but to the bourgeoisie, the bourgeois class, and it is his, in his, it is his business to dispose of himself, that is, to find a purchaser within this bourgeois class. In other words, to put it in more contemporary uh, terminology, right, it is, it's like, you can go get a job and it can suck and you can quit. Uh, or you can go get a job and your boss can hate you and can fire you for whatever reason. Hey, you got a right to work. You know, a lot of, a lot, a lot of y'all live in right to work states. You know, you know what right to work means? It means you got a right to quit and it means 
you got a right to be fired <laughs> as well, right? You you can go um, go find something better. If you don't like what you're doing, go find something better. You know, we hear this constantly, you know, uh, you, know you need to strive, you need to hustle. Um, it's this whole idea that like you can better yourself in the market, right? But what Marx is really underlying here, what Mao's talking about is that, yeah, but you are, you can never leave the, the, the capitalist class, the social logic of capital, right? It is the conditions of your existence. Um, this is that impersonal domination that you were talking about. <laughs>